Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. I'm cynical enough that the word wellness has become a bit of a red flag to me. That anything called the Health and Wellness Expo. My initial reaction is, okay, there's going to be some flaky stuff involved here. There's going to be some weird kind of, quote-unquote, alternative uh, health stuff being discussed. So my, my bar would already be set pretty low in talking about something like this. But I could not imagine that an event like this would stoop so low as to invite someone like David Stefan to speak at it. Now, this was an event that was set to take place in Saskatoon, but also coming to Calgary, Edmonton, and a number of other cities. Uh, David Stefan, if you don't remember, was convicted in 2016 of failing to provide the necessaries of life to his son Ezekiel. His wife was also convicted, but he got a, a much stiffer sentence, and for good reason. Now, there was a huge outcry over the weekend. Some sponsors bailed on this conference until the conference itself realized that they had made an enormous mistake. And they backed down. And David Stefan will no longer be a part of this show. Now, that's the right outcome here. How it got to this point, though, I'm just, as I say, baffled and upset. I think a lot of people are upset and, and understandably so. Why on earth would somebody like this be invited to come address this conference? Somebody who's been convicted, convicted of a crime for his role in the death of this young boy. The sentencing hearing, you know, David Stefan taking to Facebook over the weekend, once again portraying himself as, as a martyr, as a victim here. And I think people need to understand some very pertinent facts about what happened here and what the judge found in this case, and in the sentencing, that when it came to young Ezekiel's illness, while the wife, while his wife did some, some research online to try to figure out what was going on with their son, uh, David Stefan did not. When Ezekiel experienced irregular breathing, he invited his father to come over and give Ezekiel a blessing. When Ezekiel stopped breathing, he called his father before he called 911. Despite the fact that his son had stopped breathing, when Ezekiel started breathing again, he told the 911 operator the ambulance did not need to be dispatched. Right? And that's some of what was found by the judge here in leading to the conviction. He goes on to say, Mr. Stefan was clearly more willfully blind than Miss Stefan. The comments from David Stefan illustrate that he is still more focused on the consequences to himself rather than moving to acceptance of responsibility. This is the individual we're dealing with. So how, how did it get to this point? Joining us uh, for some thoughts, pleased to welcome the program here today, Timothy Caulfield. Uh, he's Canada Research Chair in Health Law and Policy at the University of Alberta. Author of the book is Gwyneth Paltrow, Wrong About Everything and, and other books as well. Tim, great to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. 
Thanks for having me, Rob. I get the sense that you were as, as stunned as I was, as, as a lot of people were. What was your initial reaction to all of this? Uh, it was disbelief. It, and, and to be honest with you, I was, I was pretty infuriated um, for all the reasons that you, that you outlined in the introduction. It's, it's incredible that they invited him to speak here. And it would be one thing if you believe that perhaps the organizers were not aware or mm-hmm. perhaps they thought that this individual just had some kind of product to sell. But it's clear that one of the reasons that he has this, these kinds of opportunities is because he's notorious, right? And uh, in, in the first response from the organizers of the event, of the wellness event, you know, his defense was, look, we, we invite controversy, which indicates to me they were clearly aware of, of, of this individual's background, Stefan's background and, and that they that they viewed this as a plus in order to to generate to generate interest. So you know, really, really disappointing. And, and the other thing that they tried to do, Rob, the, which I thought was really problematic, is you know the organizers said, look, his conviction has nothing to do with the product that he's selling, and, and that's you know disingenuous on two levels. You know, first of all, they already said you know it's clear that one of the reasons that he got this in, this opportunity was because he's notorious, right? So mm-hmm. you can't disentangle them there. And then secondly. You know, the pseudoscience that he has used to justify his actions with his child relate to the pseudoscience associated with the, this product. So you can't disentangle them there either. So it's problematic on so many levels. Well, it is. But I don't think you can separate, you know, the conviction and, and who he is, right? And so for for them to try to draw that distinction, I mean, what kind of a message does it send, though, to 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 the broader society, to to give this guy a platform, knowing what we know about him. Yeah, and, and keep in mind, he was speaking. He was supposed to be there speaking on on mental health and and well and, and brain health and wellness, right? So, really, um, that you know that itself is, is is problematic. And I do think it, it helps to legitimize you know these kinds of events and these kinds of talks uh, help to legitimize not only him but but his perspectives right and uh, i think that's problematic and and thing, uh, we have to remember what's i think one of the things that that draws people to his narrative is the conspiracy theories that he he spews right and you saw his facebook posting it sounds like you know he was really focused on the big pharma thing he thinks this yeah. entire Everything that's happened to him, to some degree, now whether he really believes it or not, I'm not sure, but he's saying that everything that's happened to him, both his conviction and the fallout that's happened over the last couple of days, uh, are part of some kind of big pharma conspiracy, which is absurd. But unfortunately, that narrative resonates with a lot of people. Well, it does, but and that's where it gets back to that point that this is all linked together. That you know the whole basis for what what he flogs it's it's tied up in conspiracies about governments and big pharma. What he was saying over the weekend, conspiracy theories about government and, and big pharma. The whole reason for his conviction was this conspiracy of government and, and big pharma. I mean, it's it's present everywhere when it comes to this guy. It is, and you hear it all of the time in this space, right? You know, um, when I hear from people who complain about something I've said, um, you know, they don't, they don't agree with the position I have on vaccination or something like that, you know, the first paragraph of every one of those letters, every one of those emails is about big pharma, right? So this plays big, and I, and I think that we need to recognize that there has been some, a loss in trust to, uh, that we, we need to investigate because it is empowering this community. So... 
Does it seem as though the the organizers kind of did the right thing for the wrong reasons here? That they they knew who they were, were dealing with. They made the decision to book him. They were hoping to cash in on the notoriety. It's only until sponsors back out and there's media attention uh, that that the right thing happens here. Um, I, I think with the organizers, and, and we're, I'm only speculating, right? Only looking looking from afar. Uh, with the organizers, that seems to be what happened. You know, seems to see how it played out. But with the sponsors, and we maybe can give them a little bit more credit. Maybe they didn't realize, right? You know, they're yeah. organizing the events more broadly. And let's be honest, you know, as you said at the beginning, wellness, right, is a huge industry, a lot of money flowing there. So you can understand the the, the attraction uh, for sponsors. Uh, but the, you know, they they thankfully pulled out. Uh, which I think sends a really strong message, uh, and hopefully the organizers will think twice about um, you know inviting someone like this. Right now, look, I, I don't profess to know any any more about who else is speaking at this this event or what's going to be presented or what people are going to learn. The fact that they would book someone like David Stefan is is a big red flag to me. Uh, but for people who who may be interested in in checking out this expo and maybe hoping to learn some some things, I mean, what kind of advice would you give people in being able to to sort through all of this stuff? Well, you know, you're not going to be surprised by my answer. <laughs> you know, go in being very, very skeptical. You know, this wellness industry um, really tries to leverage, you know, fear-mongering. Uh, they promise uh, often, um, you know, magic bullets. Uh, they do try to leverage conspiracy theories. You know, this is, you know, the, the supplement the big, big pharma doesn't want you to know about. You know, all of that should be a red flag. And, and also look for testimonials, red flag, as opposed to good data. And even, you know, if you go to his website, um, David Stefan's website for his product, he, he refers to all these studies, and I'm doing air quotes there. You know, these are poor studies or the testimonials or the case studies, and they don't really relate to his product. So, you know, watch for that, too. I call it, you know, science you know, those, you know, throwing around scientific fir- uh, terms that don't really relate to the product. You know, go in being very skeptical. Look, we know what you need to do to live a healthy lifestyle. Everything else, you know, everything else is just nibbling at the margins. And, and these these uh, events are really just trying to sell stuff that at best is nibbling at the margins. Right. How did, how did this word creep into the conversation? I mean, wellness, it, it sounds on the surface like... Um like it's pretty straightforward that it ties in with with healthcare. We all want to be well. We want to promote wellness. But you know, it's sort of been co-opted by the the alternative health movement. It it really has. You know, if you go back decades, you look at entities even like the World Health Organization talking about wellness. And I think it it started emerging um, in popular discussion. I think for good reasons. Like the idea was, you know, we're going to move beyond the disease model, and we're going to move think about health in a in, in a broader context. Think about prevention. Think about health, including things like mental health and your relationships with others. All that's good stuff, right? But unfortunately, the wellness industry really has co-opted the term, and and they've tried to portray it as if we're we're about wellness and the science based the evil science based people are just about disease we're about prevention they're about just dealing masking symptoms right and they've tried to create this false dichotomy and they've done a really effective job about it but all of them they really are false dichotomies look no one who supports um health thinks that we should you know be taking more pharmaceuticals everyone recognizes the problems that are often associated with industry involvement Everyone recognizes the value of prevention. You know, don't buy into these false false dichotomies. Yeah. Great points. Uh, Tim, we'll leave it there. Thanks, as always, uh, for the insight. Appreciate making some time for us here.
Thanks a lot, Rob. All right, take care. Timothy Caulfield, Canada Research Chair in Health Law and Policy at the University of Alberta, author of several books as well, including Is Gwyneth Paltrow Wrong About Everything? A Look at the Alternative Health Movement. I mean, the issues here go well beyond just, you know, the, the questions around alternative health. To, to give David Stefan a platform just seems so grossly irresponsible. It just it leaves me at a loss for words. I, again, I'm just, I was, when I saw this, I think it was be Saturday. I couldn't believe it. I thought this can't be true. And unfortunately it was. Again, as was found at trial, a reasonably prudent and ordinary person in the circumstances of Mr. Stefan would have foreseen the medical attention was required to maintain Ezekiel's life. That reasonable and ordinary person would have foreseen that failing to provide medical attention would endanger Ezekiel's life. Any reasonably prudent person would have taken Ezekiel to a doctor. They did not. This was a failure of their legal duty to provide necessaries of life. It was marked departure from the required standard of care. It is morally blameworthy conduct. And the courts found that David Stefan was more culpable than was his wife. So they were convicted. That conviction was upheld by the Alberta Court of Appeal. Those are the facts of the case. These are the findings. So this is the reality, right? This is all on the record. We know all of this. So David Stavon can spin it however he wants to spin it. He can float conspiracy theory after conspiracy theory. It doesn't change any of these fundamental facts. So, of course, he's going to, to try to portray himself in the best possible light, make himself out to be a victim, make himself out to be a martyr. But other people shouldn't fall for it. And so this was a colossal failure. 974-8255 is the number. We are back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.